vibrant anti-apartheid activist a humanitarian literally born to educate He's a man inspired to make a difference after witnessing a lack of investment in holistic youth development. This is Tebe Mohadle. I always wanted to walk into my parents' footsteps. Yeah. Make no mistake about it. I wanted mm -hmm. to become a school teacher. Mm -hmm. and, and I remember Sansan gets a stand at four, you know, there used to be that time where teachers would ask you, hey, Tebe, what do you want to be? Oh, and I stood up in the class and I said, I want to be a teacher, you know, and I want to be, I want, I want to be a, 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 an English school teacher. Oh, yeah. In fact, I put it like I wanted to be an English master <laughs> as, as a subject. So, 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 so the, the seed was planted very early in my life. Yeah. I used to visit my father. I was very inspired by what I saw. He was a very good teacher. Yeah. Um, my mother taught me hey, and I really loved every moment of it. So I've always known you know there's a teacher boiling inside of me. That is why that is why when I pushed, it didn't even bother me with a metric exemption and so on. I wanted out of school, at least with a school leaving certificate. Yeah. And the day I got my results, I remember that afternoon going straight to Soweto College of Education. Get very school leaving, get to register as a teacher, and voila, you know, my eyes were just like, oh, this is super cool. Or one other thing, and that's how I ended up becoming a teacher. And not only did I become a teacher, I never majored in English. I majored in Sesotho as a language and geography. But when I got to Morris Alexson High School in 1985, the then school principal, Gabriel Madira, just threw me into English. And then Abarko Narke Focus and I became a schoolmaster. I became an English schoolmaster. Who understand? Young as I was, because Nigeru study standard nines and tens. This would be your grade twelves and grade elevens. At the age I could qualify eleven. I mean, I was very young. I taught 1984, 85, 86, 87, 88, 89. I resigned. You know, and joined Operation Anga, a non-government organization that placed me in the form of Uputetswana. Very interesting, very interesting. Now I'd like to like take it on a different curve again. Now. Yeah. You embarked on a journey that is political, but now also you taking a retro trip mm. back into education. Yeah. Now through your house of homework, where you mm. bought a house literally right next to your dad's house, yeah. and you changed it into a learning center. Mm. You had a, a support group for young people that are here and to find education as well. And you've also signed up with different education institutions. Now, at what point in your career did you realize that right, it's time for change? My brother, you know, you know, when I came back from when Operation Nanga folded, because remember when the ANC was unbanned, uh, a lot of NGOs technically died a very slow death. Why? Because people were saying, and, and, and when we went into government, it was it was worse because people started saying, why do we fund? You know, you know, organizations like this because black people have taken over. It's a, it's a new government and so on. Mm. Nelson Mandela started the Nelson Mandela's Children's Fund, and all funders went right there. Mm. So it was natural that you know an organization like Operation Nanga was affected commercially or, or financially, mm. and it folded down its um, its yeah, operations. I was recalled. I never even lasted for an appointment. So I was out of Operation Hunger. 
<laughs> but thanks God, um, you know, you know. By the time I left Operation Anga, I had studied. I had graduated with a communications degree from Northwest University because that's where I studied. Mm -hmm. Then I came back to Iso. I was unemployed for some time. You know, I went back into this very house here, living with my father. Mm -hmm. uh, I was, you know, a young married man at that time. I had, a, you know, a son. So everything just folded. For me. Mm. Then I remember to know, hold on a minute, I'm a teacher by profession. At some way, in some point, I need to find my way back into the teaching profession. Mm. So what I did, I started volunteering here, got to tell the secondary school, I went out yes. there, but I did not go as a teacher. Uh, the principal just liked me because, you know, I used to speak, give motivational talks to my and so on and so on. Mm -hmm. And then it was through that process that I went back into teaching because at some point I was invited as a motivational speaker, Kukutala Primary School. Mm -hmm. And unbeknown to me, you know, there were two representatives from the then Khauten Department of Education mm -hmm. and national office as well as provincial office. And these happened to be people that were heading communications. Mm. in those departments. Mm. So I stood up, you know, as a motivational speaker, I did what I could do, and then later, you know, business cards were exchanged, and then later I was invited for an interview, and then bang, I was back into education again. Mm. And this time, not as a teacher, but as a spokesperson for education in Gauteng. Mm. And now, my passion was enkindled again, yeah. or rekindled. So I went there and I went with MEC, but then the MEC for education was Ignatius Jacobs. Mm -hmm. and, and again, you know, I went it around and it opened my eyes again to the other challenge. Or, okay, we have transited as a government, but education at that time has still had challenges. Mm -hmm. you know, nothing has been easy in this country, make no mistake about it. Mm -hmm. well, much as we had freedom, we had didn't, there was a lot of transformation required. I mean, curriculum change and so on and so on. Mm -hmm. Hey, the fire. Mm -hmm. Then there was Satu rising up again. And then, then yo, yo, the school curriculum needed to be implemented. By then, the Minister for Education, Kara Asma, came up yes. with a lot of exciting things and so on. So it was interesting for us to watch these things unfolding and, you know, germinating, mm -hmm. and so on. And at that time, I was spokesperson here. I mean, yeah. I mean yes. from, from somebody who's from an NGO to being unemployed to now being a spokesperson. Uh -huh. Huge lips. So I had, yes, I, I, I had to adapt quickly, mm -hmm. you know, learn about the political side of a transforming country vis-a-vis mm -hmm. -vis what was being implemented, which is a new curriculum, new ways of teaching picked up a lot of old practices, picked up a lot of schools that were now beginning to, you know, find excitement and really moving forward. On the one hand, you had Satu, Leona, you are a performer because you never, you know, it's, it's, a, it's, it's a, everybody's free now. Mm -hmm. You start a union, a movement. It's a new uh, revolution. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I want to so, 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 so I ended up there and, and I observed. But one thing that I picked up was that a lot of schools were struggling to share the same vision, share and execute the same vision that Professor Karasma. Mm -hmm. There's one thing that prominent, prominent that he said, and, and I want to quote him. He said, schools must, must become centers of community life. Quote, mm. unquote. Schools must become centers of And I figured, but this old man, why would he say that? Mm. You know, why? And, and, and what, what does he mean when he says a school, a school in a locality must become a center of community life? And I started researching. Oh, no. Basically, Kara Asman mentoring. We should look at a school as the biggest influencer on the transformation of the community. Mm. Mm. The school, you know, you know, activity states Alamko must define a new 
order in the way communities live. Mm. And we were sitting on a very huge opportunity here. Because remember, apartheid education had planted schools almost everywhere. Yeah. I mean, you look at the environment down in Modena. Within every five kilometer radius, you'll find about seven schools. Yeah. So he was saying, let the school become an official platform for transformation. Mm. The teacher in that school must influence the learner in that school who would influence the community where he comes from, mm. she comes from. Mm. That was the vision. And I bought to the media. Yeah. Mm. So, 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 so that's why I embraced Kutala as my learning environment. Mm. And when, 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 when it was quite clear what it, you know, people don't read it well, then God blessed me with this household, mm. which I then converted into a learning center. Yeah. It's not a private school, but it's a center for young people to come. Because I'm still living within that thinking. Yeah, the late Professor Kara Asma. Mm -hmm. And I wish people that read books and so on can go back to that kind of a thinking. Mm -hmm. Kara Asma was actually saying, you know, from a school, we can teach curriculum outside of the, of the, of the, of the, of the learning environment. We can plant morality, we can do this, we can invest, basically. We're talking holistic development of an individual. This is what Kara Asman had in mind. It's not enough for us to produce intelligent children who are stupid in as far as facing life challenges. These are things that actually churn my stomach, and that is why I'm assembling young people in my locality mm. for dialogues. Mm. Every Wednesday we meet, I, I call them in, come, let's talk. Mm. And the idea is to begin to plant, replant the vision of Professor Karnasma, mm. you know, into their minds. To say, guys, we can be better, which is what he wanted. We can be better, we can do things differently. If people go mm. bomb a school, we can stand up and say, enough. Don't do it again, and so on. You know, you know it's, 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 it's those kind of things, because it's not enough. To walk around with a PhD mm. in a brain that is actually dumb. When we look at you know the work that you're doing, that the yeah. yeah. and you see the impact of it, um, you know, do you have plans to expand this? Because you have a conversation. You spoke about having conversations with young people about these very things that are happening in our in our society. First, have you seen you know any sort of impact that you know they have made? in the community themselves and do you envision that it will be bigger and therefore giving you an opportunity to expand this kind of program? You know, you know, you know with the House of Homework, yes, I've had a lot of people coming to this household, mm -hmm. you know, to um, well improve their performance at school and so on. But the ultimate, the ultimate reward is to see these young people taking over, uh, you understand, challenges mm -hmm. and doing something about it. Yeah. Yeah. I've seen some signs of it being uh, 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 sustainable. Mm. The way I approach it, uh, it's, it's, it's threefold. Face A says to me, you've got a body that you're blessed with. Mm. That's the only permanent asset you have when you can clean in the world. It's your physicality. Mm. So let's invest in it. So I introduced gym, street gym. Mm. Every afternoon these kids come and buy exercise. It's just that fellow and I know. You know, the impact of COVID, we should be on the decline. Mm -hmm. I'm trying to say to them, if your body is your only asset you have, you had better take care of it. Mm -hmm. Don't do drugs. You know, don't, 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 don't sleep around unnecessarily. Mm -hmm. Take care of the body. Protect yourself. Mm -hmm. Look smart. Feel good. Mm -hmm. Exercise. So they've taken up that thing. And they've taken it up to such an extent that they don't wait on me to be around anymore. Mm -hmm. They self-instruct. So I know it's a seed that I've planted. Mm -hmm. 
So whether I'm in or I'm not, some of them are beginning to take leadership roles, which is what I like. Mm -hmm. You know, you, you know, you know. So, so sadly, the messages are coming across. They may not know, you know, because remember, remember when you start something, you've got objectives and so on. And the objective, Nike and is, you know, empowerment. Let's empower these young people to take responsibility, you know, for themselves and for the community. Mm -hmm. Now, because Bajima Balebanyani, they recruit these small ones. Mm -hmm. The numbers are growing big. What excites me is to see them do it, yeah. whether I'm in or not. And it says to me, it gives me a positive kind of, you know, you know, you know, you know, inspiration to do it further. Yeah. Or, uh, because remember, somebody, the instructor, circle CEO, those are leaders. Those, those are your natural. You know, they don't wait for Terry to tell them or no, it's exercise this all. And I see that imagine from both boys and girls. Yeah. Mm. You know, it's minuscule, but it means a lot to me. Yeah. That's 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 that 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 that's phase one. Phase two, Kiona air life skills. Okay, life skills meaning what we incorporate what we are doing physically into what we understand mentally. The dialogues, or when they start talking about issues, and and the discussions are huge. Eh? They talk sex, these kids. You know, they 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 they, they, they really discuss and encourage themselves to be careful to be leading. Others talk about, you know, pressures. You know, I'm young, I'm not working, can't send a tricky and so on and so on. Why am I still like this and all those kind of things. They talk about such things. Yeah. Uh, you understand what I'm saying? Um, and not only do they talk about such things, but they, they plan on doing something about it. Mm -hmm. We're encouraging them, you know, yeah, uh, uh, to always embrace what is good in their lives. Mm -hmm. um, you know, uh, they, we push them to achieve. We talk about them finishing projects they've started. Mm -hmm. And then the third phase is the empowerment phase. The empowerment phase means what? Now they need to be practical in what they're doing. If, for example, you set yourself targets to finish school. Mm -hmm. um, if, you're, if, if, if you're thinking of starting business, you can come and consult you know, for business and so on. Mm -hmm. so, 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 so it's escalation mm -hmm. of responsibility, understanding of their responsibility. Mm -hmm. Responsibility for the self, you know, the responsibility for their well-being, well-being physically, you know, mental being, and empowerment. They need to move forward. Yeah. We cannot afford to have young people queuing up 43, 50, so and so and so and I, I just don't like it. Mm -hmm. I just don't like it. So here from the House of Homework, that's what we do. I really want to see them improve. I want to see them get better. That's, that's, that's Tennis' personal wish. Mm -hmm. um, you know, I can choose to have friends and be forever out of the township. No ways. My assignment is here. Mm. This, this. I want to make a difference here. I want my two-year-old boy to grow in an environment around people or an environment that is governed by people that are top here. Mm. Who understand that anymore? Young people that are protective, young people that can be role models, and so on. Mm. That is what I'm preparing. My target is not them in particular. My target is these ones that we bring up. Yeah. If you walk around, there are more kids, teen, you know, toddlers in the township. Where, 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 where are we taking those toddlers? Yeah. Well, when, 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 when half the community, yeah, is drunk, booze and pregnant, bringing kids and so on and so on. I mean, we're going nowhere here, man. Yeah. I could have, I could have stayed somewhere in Midrand and all this kind of thing. But my belief is that there is work to be done in the grassroots. Yeah. I want to walk the streets, particularly more and know that every child, at least I can reach out to them. It, it goes back to a conversation of people that made it out of townships, they move out. 
So it leaves that vacuum of inspiration. <laughs> so Bona because they move out, they don't go back to develop others. Yes. There's very few that actually do that. Yes. And I think in that way I, I feel like you are you are you are, you are telling the truth and now it brings this question, what philosophy do you live by on a day to day basis? My brother, each day it's a gift. My philosophy is simple and straightforward. Thank God for your grace. That's my philosophy. Thank God for your grace. For me, for me, it's God's grace that I can stand in front of you and start talking about you know the other side of my life. Because once it hits, didn't somebody else might say, "Oh, we had Tevye, we are having this also. Can we go meet him and all those kind of things?" That's 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 my philosophy. Secondly, it's you know you know you know you know I don't I don't I don't coexist. I hate the notion of coexisting. Mm. I make a difference. Mm. That's my philosophy. If 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 you leave talented and mudima osoka rosebete we can let it come out and all those kind of things without sharing what God has planted in you, you are coexisting. But if you are making a difference, I live now each day that dawns. I pray I put a smile on somebody else mm. or on a stranger. That's 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 how mm. I roll. Can you please complete the sentence now? Yes. I knew I was called to serve when. I just don't want to. I don't want to say I knew I was called to serve. Mm-hmm. I don't want to say that. I cannot stand up and say I knew I'm called. Mm-hmm. Somebody must say it to me. Mm-hmm. You see, a peach tree never says, "Hey, look at me." I'm bearing the sweetest of fruit. Mm-hmm. Somebody must say it. Mm-hmm. Okay, what would you like to say? What I want to say is, I acknowledge mm-hmm. an opportunity to make a difference. Mm-hmm. I acknowledge, I embrace mm-hmm. an opportunity to make a difference.